Well, I have a sort of suggestion, and that is this, that before we decide either to save the planet or to destroy it, we pause for a moment of silence. I don't mean that kind of grim silence, which one observes when somebody says, uh, such and such a famous person has just died and we'll observe a moment of silence in his honor. And everybody frowns and thinks very serious thoughts. That's not silence at all. I mean real silence. In which we stop thinking. And experience reality as reality is. Because after all, if I talk all the time, I can't hear what anyone else has to say. And if I think all the time, and by that I mean specifically, talking to yourself subvocally inside your skull. If I think all the time, I have nothing to think about except thoughts. And so I'm never in touch with the real world. Now what is the real world? Some people have the theory that the real world is material or physical. They say it's made a kind of a stuff. Other people have the theory that the real world is spiritual or mental. But I want you to point out that both those theories of the world are concepts. They are construction of words. And the real world is not an idea. It is not words. Reality is you will find, therefore, that if you get with reality, all sorts of illusions disappear. So then, there is practiced a discipline called meditation, which is to get in touch with reality. The word meditation in English doesn't have quite the same meaning, because when we talk of someone meditating, we think of deeply pondering about something. When the Orientals are asked, what do you meditate on, they look slightly puzzled. We don't meditate on anything. We just meditate. In Sanskrit, it is called jhana. In Chinese, it is called chan. In Japanese, it is called zen. And it means, very simply, to stop thinking. Temporarily. Not again that thinking is something bad. But if you don't, if you have to stop thinking at certain times. Once you get the knack of that, you can do it even while you're thinking. We talk sometimes about the practice of meditation as if it were like practicing the piano, preparing for a concert. It's much more like the practice of medicine, as when you say, well, I practice medicine. It means you do it every day, it's your way of life. So you would, this is a very odd thing for Westerners to understand, and particularly for Americans. Because we are so fixated on the future, when we say we want to put something down, we say it has no future. 
Well, do you? Much better to have a present. Because if you don't, it's useless to make plans. Because when they work out, you won't be there to enjoy them. You'll be thinking of something else. So this is one activity which is curiously different from all others. It has no purpose. It's rather like music or dancing in that respect. So then, it has to be understood about meditation that it's not an exercise, it's not a gymnastic, it's not the ordinary sort of self-improvement procedure. And one does it not to be good for you, but just because you dig it. Because at last you find yourself in the center, the eternal now. In which past and future drop away. In which divisions created by words drop away. <laughs>